This is Bucks Breakfast. Let's take a closer look then at today's front pages. Uh, I suppose, JP, we ought to start with COP26. Do we actually have much of a choice? They're, they're all doing it, even the Financial Times. There are two exceptions, two papers I'm surprised to see, and not even mentioning COP26 on their front page. You would think it would be a universal thing, wouldn't you? And mm. I was all sort of set to uh, compare the different treatments of different papers according to their political leanings. But even that isn't happening, really. They're, they're all taking much the same attitude. But then we run up against one of my other hobby horses, which is leaked speeches. So uh, not only do we know what Boris Johnson is going to say in his welcoming speech this morning, but we've also had reactions to it already. So um, uh, I hope they're right. I mean, I hope it's an official leak and uh, all these people aren't reacting to a rumour. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. I will tell you which are the two that haven't got COP26 on the front pages. They are the, the star. Well, not really a surprise there, I suppose. They've majored on the weather forecast for the 5th of November bonfire night. Right. <laughs> okay, that's all over the front page of the star and the shortage of chip fat. Uh, but the sun, <laughs> the sun, I am surprised that um, they've got a big on the front page, a picture of Simon Cowell and the fact that he is well, supposedly retiring from television. Oh. Yeah, right. Um, And that is more important to the Sun editor than the biggest climate change conference ever? Hmm. Okay. I suppose the thinking is that there is a section of the population who doesn't really you know, doesn't care or isn't interested in uh, in the COP conference and mm. they want to be the standout front page that's talking about something different. Maybe the Sun editors think that that section of the population is the section that reads the Sun? Yeah. Yes, it may I su- be. I suppose. It'll be interesting to see how much coverage they've got inside the Sun. They won't have escaped it altogether, will they? Well, there's nothing on the front page. There's not even C page nine or mm. anything like that. Mm. 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 Yes, um, the the metro have also um, almost avoided it, uh, but they've got a minute to midnight to save planet. So that is a quote from his from Boris Johnson's speech. So yeah. they've obviously seen it as well. But uh, they're referring us to page five. And here's another one from the front of the metro. I'm not sure whether this is sort of in the best passable taste Mm. or something, but uh, they're referring us to page 15, uh, a big feature on Earth. Okay, with a picture of a glacier or Antarctica or something like that. Okay, so so maybe that's their way of uh, of doing COP26, climate change, etc. Yeah. And also uh, the O in the metro masthead is the Earth. Okay. But the Earth feature is in association with EasyJet. Ooh. Not a company renowned for being hot on uh, uh, preventing global warming, in my opinion. No, but then again, um, I did see something that said all of the private jets flying into Glasgow for COP26 are are putting out more emissions than the population of Glasgow generally. (laughs) 
<laughs> Not at all surprised. No, and there's there's lots of stuff like that because, of course, there's lots of opinions about this uh, this conference. Um, the Financial yeah. Times has got an interesting take. They've got limited G20 curbs on coal leave a huge way to go at the climate summit. So that's their main uh, headline. But across the top of the front page, rising tide, how anxious voters forced green politics into the mainstream. So whilst a lot of people are saying, oh, here's all the global leaders telling us what to do and telling us to eat bugs and drive electric cars, actually the FT is saying... It's it's a ground up movement, um, and actually, it's you know it's it's anxious voters that are putting green politics onto the agenda. So I thought that was quite clever. Um, mm. And then also on the FT this morning, Data Watch uh, has got a graph here, and it's talking about uh, anxiety again amongst manufacturers. Um, and and their worries and struggles with the supply chain. Um, and I, I haven't had a, a close look at the graph, but it doesn't look very good because it drops off a cliff towards uh, the the end here on the current date. So uh, yes, have you looked I at have, it? I have looked slightly closer at that, and that chart is is a little bit misleading until you read it closely about what it's actually saying. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to explain it because I'm not entirely sure I understand it myself, but. Certainly, that trend is not a good one, mm. but just not necessarily in the way that you, f- at first glance, think it is. Yeah. Just above that in the front of the FT, um, this is a sobering one. Um, Apple, the iPhone people, uh, the iPhone maker, says the Financial Times, as if we didn't know who Apple were, um, they've adjusted pri- privacy settings Uh, And apparently that has cost Snap, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube something like $10 billion, they Mm. reckon, in advertising revenue just by Apple tightening up on the privacy settings. Yes, that's quite something, isn't it? I think we'll see see more of that sort of thing as as the technology develops. Um, One last one just before we leave the FT, and it's a little little, uh, quote from Bill Gates. Um, Clean technologies are ready to scale up we need to think about how to turn lab proven concepts into ubiquitous products that people want and can afford so there's a few different little messages in there we've got to turn these things into things that people want so people don't want them yet but uh, they're going to get working on us to make us want them (laughs) yeah subtext we want to turn all these things into things that are running windows (laughs) Yes, probably, yes, yes. Let's move on, shall we? How about the the mirror? Mm, Yes, Um, Um, I've got a nice one on the mirror. I want to um, give the mirror a round of applause for the Pride of Britain Awards. I mean, they go big on it. They are um, the official sponsors. So it is sort of almost, it's not quite called that, but it is almost the Daily Mirror Pride of Britain Awards, which is a huge, great awards show uh, presented by Carol Vorderman. And it's, uh, I think they do it live on the telly and uh, it's a big thing. And speaking as someone who works on an awful lot of awards shows, I joke about the cardboard box of the year awards. But, you know, it, it does almost get to that. There's an awards every night of the week for pretty much everything you could possibly imagine. And most of them mean nothing to anybody who's not actually directly up for an award. But the Pride of Britain Awards, you look at those pictures on the front of the mirror and wow. 
Yeah. J- just wow. That that is something that yeah. If anybody from the Pride of Britain Awards is listening, I would love to work on that awards show. Oh, how lovely! But I'll, I'll bet I would wouldn't be able to do it without a tear because I'm sure yeah. there wasn't a dry eye in the house on some of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, underneath that is the main story on the front of the mirror this morning. The headline is "Heat is on," and it was the picture that caught my eye. I thought this was a shot from a film, a disaster film. It looks like it, doesn't it? A disaster movie. And then uh, contrasted with that is a picture of Boris looking quite sort of pasty. Well fed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Saying, you know, it's the the last seven years of the hottest on record. And when you read the the caption for the the photo, it's actually a genuinely uh, a helpless local man trying to tackle a fire on the Greek island of Evia. Um, And it's just astonishing. You know, how can he possibly even begin to tackle that? It's completely out of control. It's the forest on fire. Um, But it looks like a scene from a disaster movie. Mm, It it does. It's... um... Again, the the journalist says, says the instinct says that's a great picture. Yeah, and and then you look at what, as you said, what it actually is a picture of. Yeah, yeah, and and it's definitely worthy of the front page. Yeah, uh, moving to the eye, uh, they've got uh, Greta Thunberg. Um, uh, well, it looks like it's an interview or maybe a, a statement by her or something, but they're quoting her on uh, on page eight. Um, they've got the irony of uh, the uh, rail link and th- hundreds of people going from London to Glasgow by train, mm. not being able to get there because of the weather. Mm, yeah. Yes, m- yes, the irony is not lost. Um, but um, down, down at uh, the bottom... Something completely, utterly different. Doctor Who regenerated. See page 15. Now, the word regenerated in the context of Doctor Who has one very specific meaning. There's a new actor in the role. Yeah. But I'm thinking that that's not what they're talking about. I think that if you turn to page 15 on the eye, you will find the words Russell T. and Davis. Because he's back. The man who invented the new Doctor Who starting with Christopher Eccleston all those years ago. Yeah. He, he gave it that new lease of life, and then he went off to do other things, and now I gather he's back. And I think that's what they're talking about, rather than a new actor, because I don't think there is going to be one this series. Anyway, a new series has just started. That's why they're doing it now. Right, right. I think it's her last series. I think there is a new Hmm. Doctor in the pipeline, so to speak. But isn't it the 50th anniversary this year, which is why they've brought him back, Russell T. Davis? Oh, I don't know about the 50th. Might be the Uh, 60th. I know know exactly. (laughs) No, I know exactly when it started because it was the same day President Kennedy died. So that was the 22nd of November, 1963. Ah. Don't quite know why I know that so readily, but I do know that. So there isn't an anniversary involved. I think you're right that uh, it's um, what's the name's last series, but yeah. they haven't announced the the new. No, yet, no, they haven't. Think. No, 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 no. Anyway, none of this will mean anything if you're not a Doctor Who fan. No, so it won't. No, and if you're not a Doctor Who fan, maybe you're a Mary Quant fan. Uh, the mini is uh, back in fashion, and we mentioned Mary Quant on Friday because there was something else on a front page somewhere on Friday about mm-hmm. her, and I said, oh, I wonder if there's a. Is, does this mean there's going to be a Mary? quant film well there is that (laughs) and uh sadie frost uh talks about it today in the eye perfect fit is their title for that piece okay moving Mm -hmm. on 
Moving on to the Daily Express and something completely predictable. Uh, a Conservative MP called Owen Patterson um, is, uh, I think he's been suspended from uh, the doings of Parliament uh, while a sleaze inquiry goes on because he broke all sorts of lobbying rules. Mm. And the Daily Express, or the, the Daily Boris Express, as we could probably call it, unhesitating backers of the government for many months now, uh, have got what they're calling an exclusive interview with Owen Patterson, quote, my sleaze probe stitch up. So that's not exactly going to be um, a hard-hitting interview, is it? That's um, <laughs> Owen Patterson's statement. He's getting his retaliation in first, obviously, on pages eight and nine of the Express. OK. And last one from me on the front of the Times. Oh, no, where's Jeeves? The super-rich staffing crisis. That's inside <laughs> on Times 2. Oh, dear, never mind. <laughs> Okay, and finally from me, very quickly, a picture on the front of the Telegraph. I don't think it's photoshopped. I think some photographer actually um, got the moment. Um, Boris Johnson and Emmanuel Macron, who have had a full and frank exchange of views about fishing in the last few hours, uh, pictured at the G20 summit in Rome, and just the combination of the two of them. There's a corker on the Telegraph, and there's a corker on the front of the Times. Different pictures, um, probably taken by the same photographer, but the body language is brilliant. Yes, it is. Is, yeah. Okay, and those are today's front pages. Thank you, sir. This is Bucks Breakfast.